T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hey, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor, and he used to work at Odyssey, now he's just a guy making jokes on Twitter! He's Brandon from the internet. <coughs> he does this for free. Yeah, excuse me, <laughs> and I'm drinking my water and uh, in the middle of the intro, so impeccable <laughs> timing as always, if I do say so myself. Professionals! You know, um... I do I this for free, a- so I am technically not a professional. That's true. That's true. I'll send you a dollar, okay? Yeah, I'll Venmo okay. you. I'm going to send you some Bitcoin. Oh, good. <laughs> yes, great. Uh, we'll get to some of that here in a little while as well, because boy is um, boy is there somebody doing something real dumb with Bitcoin that I just don't, I can't wrap my head around. I feel I like it's, it. first of all, I know we're going to talk about it, but it's everybody that's doing anything with Bitcoin. It just all feels dumb to me. And that's like, right now I'm in the position of somebody, yeah, 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 flipping me off. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're dumb. No, Did you I, hear I got a bird? <laughs> realistically, I, I feel like I know that I'm the dumb one, but you know when you don't understand something? <laughs> you don't understand something? Uh, I'm basically a, a 1980s high school bully. Like, I don't I don't understand it, so I'm just, up, I'm just a jerk about it because I don't get it, you know? <laughs> no, well, I'm not dumb. You're dumb. I'll uh, we'll, we'll get to that here in just a, a little while. Now, neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain yet. But if you are, let us know what we get wrong because I'm sure there's plenty of it. Also, if you were a bully in the 1980s, and and I just got that your entire like steez. Oh, weird! My brother's calling me. This is so weird. <laughs> if I just got your entire steez wrong because you, you you're like, no, I got it. I was just still a dick. <laughs> Denied. There we go. <laughs> Enjoyed my voicemail, jerk. <laughs> wait, anyway, I think wait, was he actually calling you? No, no, no. Okay. No, no. That would have been so cool, though, because he, there were such buttholes to me in the in the 80s and 90s or whatever. And the worst. Yeah. Anyway, if you could uh, spread the word, tell a friend, maybe get a share, or just holler at us with your answer to this episode's question of the week. Of the week. Yeah, this episode's question of the week is real simple. Uh, metric or imperial? Followed by the 1965 is what you wrote. <laughs> yeah, so. that's my uh, that's my 1975 cover band. <laughs> we just do you 60s. Rolling. We just do like doo-wop versions of all songs by the 1975. <laughs> no, okay. The reason I wrote that down there is because it was a number I didn't want to forget. I ah. just learned that uh, that the the UK didn't yeah. switch to using uh, metric the metric system until 1965. 
Oh. So I I had just assumed that like the US uh and like the other two countries that use the the imperial system it's like us and like Ghana, I don't know. It's like or Bolivia or something. It's like tiny these other two ti- it's and then like the other one is like Tonga or something. Anyway, these like uh the, these three countries that still use it, I thought we were just the ones that were like, no, we're doing our own thing. And then I realized, uh, and this is true, like if you ever like listen to British people talk about weighing stuff or like talking about things, uh, it's always like um they they mix in like stones and then like oh, the weight of a stone or they'll they'll talk about like meters and then they'll also talk about miles. You're like, what do you, do you like? What? Why are they, these things all mixed? So they've only been using the metric system for fifty years, sixty years. They don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, I watch Formula One and they communicate speeds. They say both. Yeah. Because it's the world feed, and so they say the... But the Brits always lead with the miles per hour because they still track things that way despite the fact that everything moved to metric. It's just they're still indoctrinated with that old school way of talking and thinking about it so I mean, it, I mean i guess it makes sense right like the 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 system that we use in the u.s is called uh imperial and it's it, we didn't call it that because that's what they use that's what darth vader used uh <laughs> we call it that because the great like british empire is the one that established these original weights and measures and so that's what we use now to this day and when we overthrew uh that empire we didn't switch to something cooler where which again we'll talk about in a little bit uh (laughs) but anyway so what if if you could i guess the question of the week really is if you're in the united states listening to this and if you could switch to metric i think it's a no-brainer obviously it seems like a, a base 10 uh system of measurement makes the most sense but also the british weigh things in stones so i don't really understand uh, what they're doing i like that they measure in um in metric like so like uh, as a as a tall man i'm 198 centimeters tall I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it sounds cool when you measure it in centimeters, but it's like, oh, you're only two meters tall. Wait, hold on. I got to measure something else real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this ought to help my confidence go way up. Okay, let's see. How many centimeters no, is no, no, four no, no, and no. a half inches? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, big, big moves this week from me, Brandon. I bought some more Bitcoin and I bought a Google Nest Audio because you've got the Echo with the Amazon and they dominate the market because everyone's got that. They were so smart about how they rolled that out. But I wanted to see they had like a really big sale on the, um, on the Google products. And so I bought one of the home ones and just to see how much better or worse it is. And I've come to a conclusion. Have you used either before? Uh, I should ask. Yeah. So we actually, my wife and I, when we first got married, had an Echo, uh, the yeah. Amazon one. And then we like very quickly realized that it didn't integrate with as many things at that time with mm-hmm. as the Google. And so we ended up getting the Google version and, um, and we have since then only used we we now have like one in a couple different rooms we actually yeah. just bought a speaker uh like a, a bluetooth speaker my wife's gonna have a baby we wanted to have a bluetooth speaker uh for the hospital and so we bought one and it turns out you can just use it as one of the google things which is amazing so um so yeah i use the google one a lot and we love it okay so then you know the whole world is it's like people calling soft drinks coke or tissues kleenex or whatever like no one ever says the google nest audio right that's like a that's a terrible name. no i, I mean i saw it in the run sheet and i was like what's the good is that the thing that i have like what's the google <laughs> nest audio i got a google 
Yeah, and so I don't... It's hilarious to hear a four-year-old try and say it because his words don't come out so good. <laughs> hey, hey, Google hey, Nest Google. Audio. Hey, Google. <laughs> it doesn't understand him a lot. But if you tell it to play the animal of the day, it is the best. It'll entertain children forever. Uh, okay, first of all, it'll entertain Brandon forever because I do, literally do that every night. <laughs> I'm really curious to see what people think. Like, if I don't necessarily like the Google one better yet. I've only had it for a few days. But I do, there's like some weird AI stuff that goes on with it where the Echo, after you're done with your question, it's done. But the Nest hangs on a minute. So if you say like, what, or who played Maverick in Top Gun? It'll be like, oh, Tom Cruise. And then you go, how tall is he? It understands context of conversation. And so you can keep adding on with the <laughs> Echo. They're like, he is a person that lived yeah. in the fourth century Chinese he, whatever and he, I'm like, he is five centimeters tall <laughs> on a good day, a good day. Uh, it's it's actually I think that they all at this point all of these smart speakers can do a lot of things the same uh, for for me what I've done is as a relatively new homeowner it's been fun just to like set random things up in my house to be automated by it so I could be like hey turn on my patio lights and so I set up these string lights in the backyard and they're attached yeah. to a smart switch and then and then it can turn on and, and it's basically the only party trick I have when people come over and I'm giving them a tour of their house and I'm like check this thing out that literally anybody can do if they know how to use an app so my dad was, um, as a kid, he was like a timer, or lights on timer, so that way when you came home, there'd be a little bit of light on, and it wouldn't look depressing. Oh, man, and... he was ahead of the game. Oh, absolutely. And I've done it my whole life. And so when my buddy first got one of these and was like, hey, you can like, you know, you can have, you could set timers and stuff. And I was like, I'm in. I don't even. So I replaced all the switches in my house with like the, not all of them, but a lot of them with the, with the, I don't even know who makes them, but the adjustable switches. And then I can, yeah, walk downstairs. And I'm like, downstairs on, 50%. And like, I get like. Every morning when I come down at the same time-ish, because I'm a creature of habit, 10% light is on, and then I say good morning, and it turns the lamp on just to make it to step into the day or whatever. This is the dumbest conversation ever. (laughs) But, like, it really is cool. You can plug in a lamp somewhere that you can't get to very easily, and if you put one of these switches on there, you can tell it to, you know, what to do without having to – it listens to every word you say for all of your life forever and can detect when you walk in a room. Yeah. And like then markets and sells stuff to you, but I don't have to bend over. So, <laughs> and I mean, this is basically how Wally starts, right? Oh, good! I can't wait to fatten up and go to space. Yeah, yes, and not be an astronaut, Jeff. Speaking of going to space and whatnot, Disney released some glimpses into what we can expect from the Obi Wan Kenobi series including what appears through art to be a rematch between Master and former Apprentice. Master of evil, Darth. Um, No firm date has been set yet, but it looks like Anakin, Darth Vader, and Obi-Wan Kenobi are going to have some sort of lightsaber battle. They showed footage of Hayden Christensen practicing lightsaber stuff, and so he's getting back into shape of that. Of course, they'll film it where they're right next to each other and you can't make out what's happening at all, so it's like a wasted exercise in learning how to do this instead of having like a cool old school samurai fight scene where they actually have distance and you watch it happen. Never mind that. But it looks like uh, 2022 is the rough target for it to come out. So sometime next year we're going to see this. Thoughts? 
uh, thoughts are that I hope that they t- t- basically what you were just saying about how uh, it's it's like the new trilogy, not the new new trilogy. I guess the mm-hmm. the prequel trilogy, right? Yeah. The prequel trilogy was all like twirling the lightsabers around and occasionally making contact, right? My friend saw it on acid and was like, "That was the weirdest movie I've ever seen." <laughs> I saw it sober and agree, <laughs> and. They they twirl the lightsabers around and, and hardly ever make contact or or when they do it's kind of uh, imperceptible right you can't really tell how the battle like how are they defending themselves how are they attacking when you go back and watch the original trilogy the f- episodes four five and six yeah I mean like you watch uh, they're actually like sword fighting with lasers right <laughs> uh, and and I do kind of hope that they were they would bring an element of that back in now watching that footage of Anakin or of uh, Anakin I don't know who Hayden Christensen is outside of that one character <laughs> you're only Anakin yeah and uh, so so watching that footage it seems like it's just back to the twirl it around a bunch and uh, and see what you can do with that uh, so but anyway I mean it's Star Wars so you give me five seconds and, and I'm, I've already got a, a space boner for it. There's no George Lucas. There's no JJ Abrams. There is Ewan McGregor. Like the pieces are full. I can't remember who's directing it to someone cool. And so like the pieces are there to make something cool. We'll see if it happens or not. After the success of the Mandalorian and how they left it to be a little more sparse and a little bit, you could let the story play out in space a little bit. I have high confidence that it's going to be good, but these two guys are supposed to be like the best guys that the Jedi had. Like, I think about that all the time that, you know, Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi, Yoda was supposed to be the best, and then these other guys are just guys or whatever, right? But like, I want to know what the lowest level Jedi were like. If that's the if that's the best that they got to. Yeah, yeah. Who are the guys that who are the guys that come in? Uh like cause cause at, at the time of the the uh the Jedi Council at, at its highest yeah. peak, right? They were going across the universe, tracking uh, the forest, galaxy. tracking yeah, or sorry, the galaxy, tracking the forest, like finding the the midichlorians, uh, you know, and and trying to figure out which of these little kids across the across the galaxy had the potential to become a Jedi. Some of those, like, it couldn't have panned out for all of these kids that they found, right? Like, uh, was it the end of one of those Star Wars, one of the newer Star Wars movies where they, like, show this kid who uses the Force to pull a broom into his hand, right? Like, maybe that kid was uh, never able to, like, fully wield the Force to his pleasure, right? And so he just was, like, (laughs) he he just became, like, a... uh, like he rode the desk. He became like the desk jockey detective Jedi. Oh, that's what we need is like a Detective Jedi? Detective Jedi Noir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I want like the office only at the Jedi Temple. Yeah, yeah. Like I want like Michael Scott is just like a middle ma- middle level manager. He's like really good at like getting the council to do what he needs, but other than that he's a terrible Jedi. Yeah. And so, like, you know, they all have the same basic skills where you can, like, make the hot coffee fly over to you. You need some sugar? Send that over or whatever. But I want it to be, like, an interpersonal office relationship. This is what we need. We need, a like, a low-level Jedi sitcom show. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, so, we, we they made that, uh, what was the... Single s- camera. Yeah, what was the Star Wars stories thing that, that they did the nine uh, episodes yeah. of... Uh, we like, talked about it in depth a few weeks right, ago. Right, it yeah. was like an anime story. Did you watch it? No, I still haven't watched it. What? I have no time to watch anything, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have a kid soon. Don't and my entire stop. life is dominated by, like... 
figuring Baby out classes. Yeah, basically three different classes of learning about a how to help your wife push a baby out of her and mm. uh b how to raise the baby once it's out of your wife so it, none of those classes prepare you for anything just for the record sweet. It is to- no no it's like totally it's like oh uh, i feel super unprepared still so i i think i've already uh assessed oh that. you know how to swaddle now don't worry guy you got this you don't got yeah, it yeah 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 but it's okay it's it's been that way forever there wasn't baby class but anyway, anyway we've gotten this like these like animated series uh of star wars so so yeah let's get like the 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 comedic spinoff or i like the idea of the office jedi and then i also want detective jedi to be honest yeah you got a cop show it yeah. could even be dark i don't even care yeah. it could be like it could be serious or whatever you got detective jedi like just on some planet some backwater planet somewhere and it's like his job to keep the universe safe galaxy safe or whatever right you got that yeah you got middling low-level <laughs> Like entry level Jedi, Detective Jedi, you're out of line. Turn in your badge and lightsaber. You can have them. And then he goes off Turn on his in own. Your badge and lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> they cut his little Padawan thing yeah. off. Now he's got rogue. Yeah, he's just like he has a, a, a very bad alcohol addiction. And uh, you want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> yeah. Every weekend he's like sh- shooting bog rats or. whatever. Yeah, it could be like the wire. Womp dude. rats, womp rats. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It could be like the wire, though, where you got like, you know, dirty cops yeah. and they're like still Jedi, but like you just like everyone just kind of accepts like, oh, yeah. old, old McJedi over here. He's kind of a kind of a pain to the force. <laughs> oh, actually, it'll I'm only into this if Idris Elba is <laughs> Detective Jedi. <laughs> Great. <laughs> or someone ridiculous. I would also accept it. I want him to have a, a part in this or whatever, but like it could also be someone absurd. I'm. As an absurdist, I'm I'm all for that. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, okay, well now we have to end the show because I have to go barf. So I think about this a lot about what the low level Jedi were like. All we ever saw was the best. I just want to see like just people that are like pretty incompetent, but like un- they're like good enough that they can stick around. Yeah, like what's like, the uh, the the new cut of the Star Wars like of the new Star Wars. Uh, trilogy where like everything that's happening with daisy Ridley with ray and um and kylo ren in the background there's just these other jedis being like whoa (laughs) whoa wow (laughs) yeah i just that's that's what i want man so anyway uh from one massive disney universe to another a disney plus day because every freaking thing needs its own promotional day to get everyone together Whatever. The mouse dropped a whole ton of new Marvel news. A dozen series in all are coming to streaming, I guess. I gotta be honest. I'm only familiar with, like, a handful of these ideas in general. And beyond that, like, Marvel is tedious. It is so hard with everything being named sort of similar. Now, listen, I love Star Wars, so, you know, Pod Kettle Black, whatever. But I feel like it's spread a little too far. And... So I'll I'll go over some of the titles that came out that I immediately was like, okay, I at least know that. <laughs> And see if it's any. Um, the the first one plays to my childhood. X Men '97 is what it's called, and it picks up from the classic X Men era and just keeps running with it. The old cartoon show when I was like a teenager. Um, I never really actually liked it very much, but would watch it because it was on. I, I would just love to see um, Hugh Jackman coming back and putting on. I mean, it, I know it's an animated series, but I hope that they animate the the X-Men 97 Wolverine to uh look like the Hugh Jackman version of Wolverine and then um I would love to see the real life Hugh Jackman wear that crazy like pointy Wolverine <laughs> outfit 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I know what that is. I'm uh, like I anything with Magneto in it. I'm in. Yeah. Like I think Magneto is the coolest. Oh, by far. I mean, Someone also asked... Ian McKellen is the coolest. Yeah. Did I tell the you coolest. that when I was I've I've only ever been to New York once, and there was one night where I was uh, because I've only been there once, and I didn't know where to stay. I was there for work. I stayed in a a, a hotel. Basically, we did a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did when I was there. <laughs> I stayed in a hotel like in uh, Times Square, basically, which is yeah. the worst thing in the world. If you're ever going to New York, don't do, don't that. do that. Um yeah. And so I went to get a slice of pizza, and while I was walking down the street, I saw a <laughs> middling Jedi Michael Scott Brandon <laughs> yeah. stopped at the Sabaro to get a slice. <laughs> exactly. And I saw extremely drunk Ian McKellen walking outside like he had just left a, a Broadway show and he was like stumbling down the street with his boyfriend <laughs> like drunkenly singing the song it was like his boyfriend and like his his like grandkids or nephews or I don't know something like some yeah, young some relative kiddos, yeah. like walking down the street and I was like holy smokes I just saw drunk Gandalf singing Broadway <laughs> Uh, other series that they're going to drop, I Am Groot. Uh, I guess it's between him being reborn as that little baby Groot and growing into teenage and beyond Groot. I don't know slash care, but I at least knew that character. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man freshman year. <laughs> so now we enter the wiener por- portion of the show where well, I guess we already have been there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, freshman year, all I can think about is gym class boners. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that is that is my gym class hero spinoff uh, band. <laughs> Speaking of boners, She-Hulk. <laughs> okay, well, it's like I, I don't. To your point, I don't really know um, what most of these. I, okay, so like I know who Groot is. I obviously know who Spider-Man is. I hope that with the Spider-Man thing, what was that show? Uh, Pen Fifteen. Did you ever watch that show? No, it was but like I'm it was about like very awkward. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with penises. Uh, <laughs> it was about like very awkward uh, middle school, and it had these two. Uh, adult women basically playing middle schoolers and that was the premise of the whole thing but I'm imagining like a a very like a very awkward Peter Parker like it's not about his spider powers at all hey Mary Jane (laughs) yeah yeah well my spidey sense go away before I have to get up and present (laughs) but Um, like She-Hulk I don't know the premise of this I don't like I saw it in the trailer what's his face Mark Ruffalo was in it so um I'll give them credit because Marvel was always so far out on diversity. They always like took a step forward, and so you have like a lot of female characters. You have like a lot of now. I'm sure it was always secondary because it was still like the 70s or whatever. But um, but I mean, even like Professor X being in a hover wheelchair, that's like cool for inclusivity to have that type of uh, character. So <laughs> DC is like, no, no, no. We have di- we have diversity too. Batman's depressed. <laughs> <laughs> And this guy, his name's Brandon, and everyone keeps cheering for him. So, other we have, t- other we t- have diversity too. These guys are Republican. <laughs> well, you don't find a lot of it's you a, don't find a lot of that in Hollywood. It's, so. it's also Batman. <laughs> He's a billionaire. He's got to protect That's his assets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, titles that I have no idea about: Miss Marvel, Secret Invasion, like what? Agatha something or other? Ironheart. There's a few others, I guess, too. I didn't do the counting there, but like, yeah, I, I I don't know very many. Like, so I I've just like tan- like very 
I've just read the top line of all of these yeah. things. I, again, we talked about this before. Marvel, like, it's just too much, right? Like, at the end of uh, Infinity War, right, or or what, whatever the last Marvel one was, um, the the massive battle that happens is basically like thousands of superheroes versus thousands of Thanos' bad guys or whatever, right? Um, yeah. And we're just adding to that, right? So, like, at some point, like, that that's the thing that people always said would be the problem with Avengers, is that there's just too many stories. There's too many very strong people who, in each in their own comic book series or each in their own movie, are the most powerful superhero in that movie. Now you put all of them in the same movie, and then you just, and then, and then you're now just adding She Hulk and um, Boner Spider Man and Baby Groot. <laughs> I don't like saying those things next to each other. Um, <laughs> And then, like, but anyway, I was reading these. as like, Ms. Marvel is a young Pakistani. It gave him wood? Yeah. <laughs> is that what Groot is? <laughs> He's just a... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, secret... There's, like, a zombie... There's going to be, like, a zombie series in... Oh, here's one called Middling Jedi. Um. <laughs> I, dude, if, if only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the office. I think this is Detective one of the best Jedi. ideas we've ever come with. Come up with. Other than celebrating a goal at a Sounders match by shooting a fish through an engine, which is actually something someone else came up yeah. with. But okay. so, this is one of our best ideas yeah, yet, yeah. so... I don't okay. know. I, I think uh, it reminds me of the line, uh, the, the Incredibles, which in my opinion is one of the best superhero movies ever made. Uh, the Incredibles, one of the lines uh, by Syndrome, the main villain, is when everyone is super, no one will be. That is yeah. where Marvel has gone. Every single person, including every single like famous actor that you know at this point, like Oscar Isaac is going to be in it. It's only a matter yeah. of time until Tim- Timothy Chalamet, who is in everything these days, is going to be like young Doctor Strange, right? Like at this point, all of these things are uh, everybody is super. Every single person in the entire Marvel cinema or cinematic universe is a superhero. Even like middling Jedi is going to be like the background <laughs> character when played by John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yes but like when that when the like you know i always think about this in movies when like a, a building gets destroyed right like the collateral damage from all of the pa- the the um battles yeah. between the superheroes right like there the, are the incredibles again touched on that very well right. like there's all of these people in the background who you don't see who are just dying oh, my taco shop they're, they're just dying off screen right yeah. like all of those people are at this point going to be like small level Marvel superheroes or like middling Jedi. (laughs) So I was watching Shang-Chi and like, there's just a fight scene on some scaffolding and there's like the bad guys that are, you know, you don't know anything about them. And he's just like beating people up and they're just falling to their deaths on the ground. Like someone has to come around and be like, well, that's a lot of dead bodies that have exploded on the concrete. Like, we better clean this up. I want to see Detective Jedi as the sequel to this being like, huh. Another exploded body on the ground. <laughs> Got to get to the bottom of this. Which super did this? Yeah. Police Chief Jedi, <laughs> you're out of line exploring these bodies. Master Chief, it's another crossover. <laughs> a mineral that researchers thought would be impossible to find has indeed been dug up from far beneath the measly puny surface of our space ball that we call Earth. 
It's a type of diamond, and it made me think of you when I read this because it's 400 miles below the surface. And I have no idea how we get there to do that other than whatever the premise of the movie The Core is yeah. and that snake the subway car down there to get it, maybe a new crystal like that. Do you, do you mean that they developed a metal that uh, converts high amounts of heat into electricity? So basically turning this massive drilling worm into a uh, a, a, a big um, electric vehicle that goes to, to nuke the center of the earth? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Only instead of nuke, they're going to go mine for earth diamonds. I guess it takes a ton of pressure to heat up and it forms... Like again, 400 miles below the surface. That's like intense. It's like further than Spokane to Seattle. That's further uh, than space is from the crust of the Earth. What isn't 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 the like isn't the Carmen? Yeah, line? the Carmen line is like well, I don't even now. I can't even remember. It's like 100 kilometers. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, that's yeah. It's like four times deeper. Th- I don't know. Yes, I, I can't do the, the conversions off the top sure. of my head, but. But yeah, you're right. To, from launching from Kennedy Space Center to Earth is, or to space is closer than going 400 miles deep to get these diamonds. And I guess they thought that as the diamonds would surface, they would break up because they couldn't hold their structure. And so they would come apart and you would find the different pieces, the component pieces of it. But somebody was able to excavate one somehow. And all I can think about when I hear this is like... I hope that there's like an engagement ring industry amongst like the lava monsters that are inside the like 400 feet down or below the mole people, or at least yeah the lava mole people, yeah, yeah. or at least some sort of like diamond drip that would look good. You know, like I hope that there's like an industry for it, like a hip hop scene <laughs> yeah, or something like that. The the rap scene, the mole people of, rap of the 2005. Yeah. Like there's like 50 Cent, the equivalent is down there yeah. with Lamborghini doors on his lava monster <laughs> special metal core digging machine. Yeah, yeah. That's a good rap song. Anyway, I just I saw that and I was like, with all the talk about, I saw the core on TV the other day and sent a picture to Brandon about it. It's, to be like, this is okay. So this is all going to be related because look, that we've discovered that there are diamonds 400 plus miles below below the Earth. I think we didn't discover them. They've just finally found a way to dig them up in the core, right? Uh, the movie The Core from 2004, I think, uh, or 2003. They need to go nuke the molten chocolate center of the earth uh, in order to get it to spin again so that way the solar flares don't destroy our planet. Yes, this is a real plot to a real movie starring Two-Face Harvey Dent um, slash Aaron Eckhart. But what do they do in order to do that? When you think of having to go to the center of the earth, you would think, okay, let's send some miners or some drillers down. No, they send two NASA astronauts uh, uh, pilots to get down to the center of the earth. Okay, Okay, we need to blow up an asteroid in space, as the as is the plot of Armageddon. Who do we send? NASA astronauts? No, we send the guys who we should have sent to the core to nuke the middle of the planet to go nuke the asteroid. <laughs> they got their they got their the writing crossed, right? Yeah. What if they like the two ran into each other and just dropped the papers everywhere, and then they just picked them up and kept going? Yeah. Like, well, this isn't what I had <laughs> yeah. written, but I'm too embarrassed to say anything, so I guess we're going with it. We need to go uh, establish a colony on Mars. Who are we going to send? Detective Jedi. (laughs) So Lego last week rolled out a new set that had the internet very perky, just like all nips, right? It's the Ultimate Collector Series Imperial Walker, an AT-AT, made legend in, I guess we should have talked about this sooner when we were talking about Star Wars, but uh, made legend in um, the the Ice Planet one. What was that one called? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six thousand pieces to make this thing come together 
um, which I think is right around the same as the Millennium Falcon, the Ultimate Collector Series Millennium Falcon. It was like something like 827 pieces less than the Millennium Falcon, which is still the uh, high, the most pieces to uh, of all of the Star Wars kind of Lego. Well, Lego luckily, things. the price tag has ref- does not follow the same suit. This is more expensive than the Millennium Falcon with a price tag of $800. Now, it's huge. For Legos. And it looks cool. But yeah, it's like, I like Legos, don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously this is marketed towards someone with a job, stable career that can has a little bit of disposable income that they can waste so that way they don't have any way to retire. Yeah, I mean, that's me. You're right. They were definitely thinking of podcasters and radio hosts when they were thinking of marketing this. The host of Nerd Talk is who they're thinking <laughs> yeah, of. of course, the of 40-year-old freaking guy with a little bit of extra coin that he can throw around on pretending like he's not getting old, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're you're right. Like this is this the, what this makes me think of is a obviously yeah too expensive. But b if you were to think about this thing has six thousand pieces, right? The Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon uh, Lego thing has like six thousand almost almost sixty one hundred pieces. Okay, uh, the the replica not replica the the Death Star Lego toy has a a, a crapload of pieces as well. Now. Uh, the thing about this this ATAT thing is that it can fit forty uh, actual like stormtrooper Lego characters in there, along cool. with uh, like speeder bikes, and it's it's supposed to be uh, a scale version of of like it's supposed to be like yes, this is how many people could have actually fit in the actual ATAT that exists in a uh, fictional universe. Uh, Detective Jedi, I can figure that out. The the I guess the question that I have is if that is that big, the Millennium Falcon is as big as it is and the the Lego Death Star set is as big as it is. My sense of scale of like how big things are in the Star Wars universe is like that's no moon. How big was the AT-AT actually? <laughs> <laughs> that's no moon, it's a basketball. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I guess the like I just don't I don't these things obviously are in as in scale compared to each other, but it it would be funny if they were. I wonder what the Millennium Falcon versus the ATAT like what the size actually is. If you said it, we should get into measuring this. Call the uh, the weird archivist unit conversion <laughs> coming up. <laughs> now, movie theater chain AMC. Um, imagine being in that business first of all. Like, yikes. Uh, the movie theater chain AMC will now let you pay for your films in Bitcoin. And I'm like, why would you do this? 14 bucks now in like is like 30 bucks by the same time next year. Bitcoin is on such an exponential like growth that like you know it was it hit 10,000 five years ago and now it's at $65,000 per Bitcoin wow. just a few years later. It's like ridiculous year over year growth. It's like so nuts to me. And I don't understand anything about this, but I like understand when numbers get big real fast that that's like if it's going to benefit your bank account. That that is a good thing, right? So why would you not AMC? They're, they're smart in this. Why would you, the consumer, hand over the Bitcoin in order to do this? Like, I know it's cute and all, but like, just send me the Bitcoin and I'll buy the ticket for you with my normal money. Yeah, I, <laughs> that it, doesn't increase like that. I mean, yeah, for AMC it makes sense because it's like give us a Bitcoin that's going to be worth way, way more than it is yeah. right now. Uh, for the, maybe this is AMC's way of being like, hey, everybody, you should go watch the Eternals, which I guess was 
not that great. Uh, no. You should go watch the Eternals for one Bitcoin. And also, by the time that uh, in uh, by a year from now, this movie will actually have been profitable because of all of the tickets <laughs> that we sold with Bitcoin. Also, one Bitcoin worth $65,000. So that's an expensive seat to the. When you Sorry. Have to pay one Bitcoin. Yeah, pay, pay one, you know, fraction, one decimal uh, of, a, yeah. of a Bitcoin. It's like five decimals down or something yeah. like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I was just looking at it earlier. Anyway. Okay. Well, that brings us to the point about the Imperial versus metric debate, which one you would rather have. And I think we both are on the same page that we would want it to be metric. Uh, yeah. I think because I think I want base ten is so much easier if you can just go a hundred of something. Yeah. Is, I would let's call it the next thing. I would love I would love to have the metric system if I wasn't already thirty years old. Yeah. Uh, like at this point, but but if you if I my estimate I'm I'm terrible at estimating just about anything. I, I want to know if you're like this too because if like something is a hundred a mile away right and you ask me to walk a mile and stop when i think i've hit a mile mm-hmm. i would be like i have no freaking idea like i can't estimate that i don't know if it'd be any better if somebody said walk a, a kilometer like walk a thousand feet but that does seem easier to me to estimate than walking you know what is a mile it'd be a, it'd be a thousand meters sorry a thousand way, meter, a thousand <laughs> meters yeah, yeah thank you a kilo yeah meter. <laughs> Or or five thousand three hundred and twenty eight feet for a mile, right, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but even just like estimating those well, types of things, it seems so difficult. You'd be counting the whole time because right. you'd be like soccer refing it, where you're trying to count out the ten ten yards to ten meters to set up a free kick, and you have to take the same length step every time. It'd be tough. I am I'm bad at estimating volume. If you say how many M and M's can fit in this, I don't know, like. Vaseline jar, like I don't have any idea. <laughs> the look that you gave me is amazing. Just, I love it. Just, I, I feel like you you looked around your uh, your desk and you were like empty Vaseline Listen, jar. <laughs> I was gonna say, b- okay, but I didn't. So why do you have a b- on your desk? <laughs> anyway, um, I can't do that. But if you if you need me to do distance like i can on the fly convert kilometers to miles per hour yeah okay it's like it's just a thing that i can do it's just my brain works that way taking units and comparing them against each other i i would embrace metric because it would be such a beneficial thing for people like my wife who has no concept of how any numbers work because it's base 12 and not intuitive like what is um let's see if you're if you're measuring temperature in celsius that doesn't is it count as being part of the metric system or is that a separate system of measuring temperature that also happens to be base 10 uh yeah i think that's i don't know because the british also can the british only do c yeah and so yeah i don't know i i, I, don't, I don't know either but i think that like that is another version of measurement that i think that i wish that the us would switch to because like uh, 100 degrees and zero degrees, uh, like zero degrees being freezing, 100 degrees being being boiling, like it all makes so much sense. Uh, the only thing that I do know about the conversion between Celsius and Fahrenheit is that negative 40 is the same in both. Is it negative 40? Yeah. I know this because I have friends that live in uh, northern Canada who mm. uh, constantly reach minus 40. Uh, every winter, and it's the same in in both Celsius and Fahrenheit. Well, convert you can forget converting units to metric because we have a way better way to do this. Okay, this this argument is over. This debate because now you can do stuff with Omni's weird units calculator. Just curious how many giraffes tall you are. 
you can you can figure that out. I'm not even one, just for the record. Uh, <laughs> Shocking. A, a, a baby giraffe, freshly born, hatched, or whatever they do, is the same height as me. So I am one baby giraffe. Okay, that's hey, you know what? That actually really that helps me better than meters or feet or centimeters or anything like that. Because like understanding that if I were to see. Um, a baby giraffe on like a documentary or something, I'd be like, hey! that's one Gregor tall. <laughs> like that actually does something for me. That like relativizes it for me. Hey Brandon, how far away, how many baguettes away is your job from your house? <laughs> well, zero because I work inside my house, but that is a really useful, uh, cause I know I, a baguette is something that I use frequently. <laughs> Don't ask me how. <laughs> hey, uh, Hey, guy, how many Big Macs do you weigh? <laughs> Whoa, this is depressing. I weigh 468. A 468 Big Macs? Yeah, how many is that in bees? You know what's really helpful? Because they have a measurement for that, too. <laughs> okay. Wait, the weight of bees? Um, actually, you know what's really interesting is to know that one baby giraffe weighs 478 Big Macs. <laughs> Oh, wait, okay. You get it. No, I know how tall. I know that you're one baby giraffe tall. I don't know how many baby giraffes you weigh. Uh, they're probably way more muscular than me, so I probably don't weigh quite one baby giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I I do know that I'm something like um let let's see what was it I was like eight million um let's I, some, I weigh nine hundred thousand bees just for the record. <laughs> okay. I was I was something like point zero zero five uh years old compared to the oldest tree ever. <laughs> it's, it's actually a, a very interesting so it's it's called omnicalculator.com slash conversion. Uh you can go find it there and and it's got all sorts of different conversions and things. So like if you okay. There's a conversion for thickness. Okay. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. I'm doing. How many baby Groot's thick am I? <laughs> how many baby Groot's thick is freshman nope. Spider-Man? <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, no, but you can find out how many sheets of paper, uh, how many onion skins thick is something. Um, so I, I looked up the distance between your house and mine, okay. approximately okay. Seattle to Spokane, and it's like 4,300 football fields. Whoa. But, okay, that's hard to imagine even, right? But I can imagine Marshawn Lynch running a football field 4,300 times. Yeah. Like, he could probably get there pretty yeah, quick, yeah. whatever. Well, a few years ago. He's probably way out of shape compared to that now because, yeah, anyway. Um, but then I started thinking about how many Death Stars away is that? Not a measurement that they offer for distance, but I looked it up, and the Death Star is 100 kilometers wide. And I was like, whoa, hey, yo. Like, Spokane's about 400 miles away, or... um. 400 kilometers away. So that's like four death. That's huge. Yeah. The death star is freaking massive. That, that, to your, that to means, your previous example, that means like what we were talking about is if you, uh, if you put the death star at sea level, uh, in the, uh, on earth, that the very top of the space of the, of the death star would be space. <laughs> it would be the Carmen line. Right. So if you took weird, if you, so if it landed, Right. Yeah. Did the death? Yeah. Can the Death Star land? No. 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 They built it out there. Out. Out there in the in space. <laughs> but it's it's just massive. Like that's that's insanely insanely huge. But right. it's also not so big that uh, that means that we are four Carmen lines away from each other. 
Hey, that's nice. You could go to right. space four times, or you could go to Spokane. <laughs> well, it's significantly cheaper. <laughs> Does Jeff Bezos meet me at the at Spokane when I get there? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he gives you a cowboy hat, which, <laughs> funny enough, is the same in both Spokane or space. <laughs> All right, well, it's time that we wrap this thing up and cover what we learned this week. After all, this is a very heady show. Yep. All right, Gregor. Uh, we learned a lot, obviously, uh, specifically that you're the size of one giraffe. Uh, well, sorry, one baby giraffe. The height yeah, of one you. baby giraffe. Uh, but what else did we learn this week? I might not be quite as many Big Macs heavy, though. <laughs> Let's hope not. Okay. <laughs> uh, I learned that... Uh, that Groot in gym class is all wood. <laughs> that, and Brandon, what did we learn this week? Um, I learned that Detective Je- Jedi debuts after an all-new middling Jedi <laughs> at 6, 9 central. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Hey, join us every week at 10 a.m. here on Tuesdays. Is that what it is? Tuesday at 10 a.m. for another Nerd Talk Plus where we get ridiculous and it always gets so wienery. I don't... Why are we so immature? Is that is that immature? I mean, we both have them. I guess that's fair. Hashtag wiener tough. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.